Hi everyone, you're listening to episode 43 of The Cheerful Cynics with me, Gaia, and Lemon Drizzle, Pooj. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast and you're listening on iTunes, please rate us. Also, if you'd like to get in contact or if you have any questions, you can email us at thecheerfulcynics at gmail.com or find us on Instagram at the Cheerful Cynics Podcast. How's it going, Pooj? Yeah, good. I've been going through loads of audiobooks. I mean, there's nothing else oh, to yes. do these days, right? The last two I listened to were about dystopian twisted game shows. How cool is that? That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Uh, well, I haven't really been doing that. Although, speaking of twisted games, I guess I did play the lottery pooch. That is a twisted game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did you win? <laughs> no. Oh, the tension. I thought <laughs> you could have won there for a second. No. I mean, I thought I'd give it a go because someone in the UK won a million pounds. Yeah, a few weeks ago. But it was a massive fail. You know, total waste of money, so... Oh. I mean, I don't even know why I did that, though, because I, I know the odds are against us, so... The odds are always against us, right? We're never going to win the lottery, are we? Come on. Yeah, I know, that's the thing. Speaking of odds, have you ever heard of a game show called... Um, so it's an American game show called The $64,000 Question. No. It was basically a game show that broadcasted in the mid-50s in America, and contestants basically answered general knowledge questions, earning money as the questions became more difficult. Okay, like um, he wants to be a millionaire. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. more like he wants to be a $64,000 heir. You know? oh, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of contestants just doing it on their own, they competed against each other. All right, that makes sense. I feel like you'd only really mention this game, though, if something juicy happened. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so basically, this was a, it's quite an interesting game show because it was kind of rigged rigged so what the contestants cheated like they were given clues and things like that no no kind of the other way around more like the, the game show sponsor who i think was actually the ceo of revlon you know the beauty company oh yeah and basically bumped off the contestants he didn't like <gasps> what yeah how what <laughs> yeah so his name is <laughs> charles revson and if he didn't really like the contestants regardless of what the audience thought of that contestant he would try and get them to fail the game what? Oh my god, that's terrible. Yeah, it wasn't about how many people were viewing or anything like that. He thought, don't like them. Off you go. What? So, what an asshole. So it was basically like an ego thing. Like, I could do this. Fuck off. Yeah. <gasps> All my about dick. the power. Yeah. What? My god. So how did he get the contestants to fail though? Because they just answer questions, right? Yeah, so as it was in the 1950s, it was a pretty manual task in that the game show host would pick out random questions on a card and read them out to the contestants. Uh, okay. And Charles Revson would basically select really difficult questions that he thought the contestants would never be able to answer. And these were put on every card that they had a selection of. Oh my God. Are you serious? So they had the identical question on all of the cards and they just like faked it. Yeah. So it's like, oh, random selection. That's not cool. That's not cool. That's not cool, right? I think it was all wrapped up with the... So in America, they had the game show scandal back in the 1950s where they found that loads of the games were found to be just basically fixed game shows shit yeah oh, that's so bad so many people could have won like serious money but this guy was like nah fuck off you don't look nice enough <laughs> Nah, you're not nice <laughs> oh my god except for one amazing lady oh yeah why yeah so she was called joyce diane and there are videos of her in black and white on youtube and it's crazy as you can imagine charles revson did not want her to win at all Jesus, can I say what a dick bag he was again? Yes, dick bag. Why stop a bag? <laughs> I mean, why not a sack? You know, <laughs> a total sack. <laughs> <laughs> Arsehole. Voluminous. <laughs> what happened with Joyce? 
So she was basically on track to be the first woman to win the entire $64,000, which is crazy. Oh, yeah. And obviously in awesome. the 1950s, these people did not kind of want a woman to win. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah, you can't have someone with too many brains on TV, especially a woman, right? Nonetheless, a woman. Yeah. If she won, what the hell would happen? There'll be riots. <laughs> Fucking hell. They decided that the final round would be really difficult questions on sport because they thought, ah, she's a lady. She's not going to know the first thing about sports. God. Yeah. Uh, and I can feel the anger. Jesus. I can feel your anger, guys. Christ. Seething. Seething. It's infuriating, those <laughs> assholes. Honestly, fuck's sake. I can't believe they took her knowledge to be such a threat as well. Tell me karma happened and they ate their fucking actions. Yeah, so if you watch Big the video packs. on YouTube, uh, you'll see how hard the questions were. And um, oh, man. But she nailed it. She nailed it. Um, she didn't buckle once and she won the maximum cash prize. Oh, sweet. Yeah, good, right? And the producers must have yeah. been fuming. I'm guessing it would have made great TV. Hell yeah, go Joyce. Well done. <laughs> I know, she is amazing. She like completely outwitted them. Yeah, exactly. They tried to make a really, really difficult question that was basically impossible for, you know, a little woman to answer on TV and she nailed it. Yeah. And they also got wrapped up in the, the game show scandal as well in the 1950s. So thankfully it came oh. out that they were all uh, corrupt. Arseholes. Yeah. <laughs> Karma. Karma. But do you think that they, they didn't even have a checkbook because they thought that, you know, she'd never win. We don't need a pen and a checkbook. When she won, they were like, crap. Yeah. <laughs> Where's a checkbook? Do we have $64,000? Quick. <laughs> what do we do? Sell your house. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm really glad that she won, though. She outsmarted them. Yeah, I mean, but it does remind you of the um, who wants to be a millionaire cheaters. Do you remember those guys? So in, in the mm, UK, no. um, they're playing who wants to be a millionaire. Yeah. And I think the guy's name is Charles Ingram. Okay. I've never heard of anyone cheating on this. Oh, really? yeah, yeah. It turned into a national scandal. It went to like a court case and what? everything. It was all over the papers. Oh, I must have been asleep for that one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so there were, there were three people in on that. And there was the, the person, what? the contestant that actually made it into the hot seat. Um, one of the other contestants that was waiting to go into the hot seat. And then somebody right. in the audience. Okay. And there, it gets to one of the questions that I can't remember which question it was. But the, the contestant makes a decision and says, B, I'm going to go with B or whatever it may be. And you just mm -hmm. hear somebody in the audience go, cough, cough, cough. No. <laughs> <gasps> really? Yeah. You hear the audio. There's audio of them go, <coughs> no. No. And they were basically um, getting the answers across one by one somehow. But the whole thing was a, a scam. And it was just hilarious. <laughs> but surely the producers would have known about that because they would have heard it no yeah that's I'm, crazy i'm not sure but it made it to air and then um oh jesus <laughs> i'm pretty sure <laughs> it made bad. it to air because i remember seeing it or maybe i saw the the footage of it so many times afterwards oh uh, yeah yeah so don't don't cheat that's on those bad. things guys <laughs> no even if you're a contestant or a producer just don't it's not worth it don't cheat it <laughs> don't cheat don't cheat or Shit. on the other hand there was this one guy that i think it was on the u.s who wants to be a millionaire and he gets to the final question and he's got to phone a friend. So he's on the question for a million pounds. And they go, mm. what do you want to do? He goes, I think I need to make a phone call. And he, he calls his dad. And he goes, dad, uh, I just ring in to tell you that I'm coming home with a million pounds or a million dollars. And then puts the phone down oh and God. he knows the answer anyway. Oh, my God. He was just, yeah, he just uses the phone call to say, dad, I'm coming home with a million. I'll see you later. Puts the phone down and he answers it right. Walks away with a million. Oh, my God. Oh, that's so good. Whoa. That's amazing. Such a smooth move. Dude, but imagine if you got the answer wrong. 
Oh God, <laughs> that's worse than failing on the first question. Dad, I'm coming back with a million, and then you get home, you're like, I only got, I think it's like what, seventy five thousand dollars? Like, no, seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. Where's the rest of it? <laughs> oh no, that was incredible. Do you remember when we went to the BBC Studios? I think it was two thousand eleven. And we were in the audience for a game show. Do you remember that, Pooch? Yes. That was so long ago. What were we thinking? <laughs> <laughs> I know. What were we thinking? I think the game was called Epic Win. Was it? Epic I Win. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. With that comedian. What's his name? Um, Alexander Armstrong. Yeah, that was it. That was it. <laughs> it was so bad. It was a really I mean, bad show. <laughs> it's, like contestants had to basically do these weird challenges. And yeah. if they won, it's an epic win or something. It was terrible. Yeah, I think they won money. I don't. It, it was just such a bad game, and and they just should never have developed it. But it was. <laughs> I think it was only on air for about like six episodes, and then they cancelled it because it was actually shit. It, I know. I was surprised they even aired it. It was that bad. Um, I think contestants had to dress up in a costume, or they had to try and dress up in a costume like a clown or something, whilst doing something else like a talent. Um, and then I think they got a chance to win a couple of grand from it or something like that. What the hell was? <laughs> what a weird I know, show! Why? Why were we there? What was happening? But it was it was terrible. Do you remember the door, Pooch? The door. The door. I, for, oh god! Remind me what happened with the door. Oh, okay. So they had a panel of celebrities or comedians or something, and they would basically vote how much a contestant's performance was worth, and it would be up to like a few grand. So it might be like, "That's a tenner. Well done." That's two grand. That was amazing, or something. <laughs> and if they thought it wasn't good enough, then they would just be like, "That's an epic fail." So they had this door that was made out of like plywood or something on the side of the stage. And if someone failed, they had to walk through the door. It's basically like going through like a door of shame. And all you did was have to go through the door. So you there was like one or two steps up towards the door. But the problem was that they made the door way too small. Do you remember that? Do you remember? <laughs> I think, yeah, actually I do. And yeah, you basically had to kind of hunch down. Yeah. But the thing is, what I specifically remember, it wasn't just a door that was uh, level with the floor. It, it had a little frame around it. So you had to step over the little frame. Yes. And duck at the same time. Yes. <laughs> that was, yes, that was it. That was it. That was it. It was basically an accident waiting to happen, right? So one of these contestants did a trick and I can't remember what it actually was. And the panelist decided it was an epic fail. But basically she rushed up the two steps and I have a feeling she didn't see the frame around the door to do another step up. And then she also went through the door but then she whacked her head on the top of the door frame oh it was so bad wasn't it oh it was awful and then yeah. like the door was way too small what the hell were they thinking and then she fell on the floor and didn't move for a little while yeah it was terrifying i thought she yeah. she went all limp and i just thought she had concussion or something and it was just really weird like why would they do this oh i know it's that horrible feeling that you get when you see something happen like that yeah but i'm not surprised like, oh the show got cancelled I I just I'm surprised they even aired it at all after that. I mean that that was bad. <laughs> that was an epic fail, one might say. <laughs> yeah, that show was an epic fail. <laughs> Although, do you know what game show I'd love to have in the UK? No, what? It's called um, Candy or Not Candy. Have you heard of it? No, but I like the sound of this. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> what amazing. Is it about? It's a Japanese game show. Let's let's just start with that. <laughs> <laughs> And I think they get well-known celebrities and hosts to participate. Or they might just be normal people. I don't really know. But they basically <laughs> have lots of random objects like chairs, shoes, pitch frames, umbrella, you know, you name it. Normal like household or like life objects. And the contestants have to basically say if they think it's made out of chocolate or candy or if it's real. What? Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> so basically they have to bite into it to work out if it's candy or not. 
or chocolate. <laughs> so are you serious? So you get celebrities to come on the show <laughs> and start biting into <laughs> shoes and chairs. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> and it's amazing because these objects, Pooch, are so well done. Honestly, you genuinely cannot tell if they're real or not. They they look incredible. So they had one pair of white shoes and it looked like like shoes, but also you could say it could look like chocolate as well. Like, you know, the, the confectionery chocolate. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the contestant bit into the tips of it and it ended up being a real shoe. And it was just so oh. hilarious to watch because... <laughs> They bite into it and you can see about six different emotions on their face because they're like, is this chocolate? Maybe it's a bit soft like chocolate. Is it chocolate? I'm just going to bite it a bit more. Oh, it's really hard. Oh, no, that's a shoe. (laughs) (laughs) And there was one where they got someone to bite into a table and it was actually chocolate. It it looks like wood, but they're like on their hands and knees biting the leg of a table. (laughs) And then they they bite out a chunk of chocolate. That's so good. I mean, the UK, that's, that's what we need here. You know, oh, we don't need yes. to worry about Brexit anymore or COVID-19. No, we need this We need shit. edible furniture. <laughs> we need... Like, it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. You have to watch it. It's on YouTube. Just type up... The, yeah, just type up gaming. They even had clothing. So they had a um, built like a fake room that they would go in with just normal everyday objects in and they had to basically you just watch them biting into everything that they can oh, see no. They're like oh, is this is this and there's like a plant one of the guys bit into a plant <laughs> it's just so weird oh this is my kind of game show it shouldn't be this funny but it's hilarious when you watch their faces because it's the emotion that they go through it's really visible <laughs> it's just hilarious they've nailed it right the japanese have nailed, nailed game that shows. show I, I don't oh, know man. when when any other country does uh, a kind of a copy of a Japanese game show. It just doesn't work. Yeah, it's not quite the same because I think they get into it and they there's no there's no questions asked. They're like, yes, I'm going to bite into the shoe. Yes, I'm going to bite on this door handle because it could be chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you could do that anywhere else in the world. It's just great. They just oh, they've just nailed it. It's like when you have a pizza in Italy, it's just better. It's just better. Like right. you cannot replicate that kind of pizza here. It's not just one thing, it's many things. And the Japanese have nailed it. <laughs> the facial expressions, the sounds, you know, the, the setup, the people. The flashing the on audience, the screen, right? It's the, all the kind the, of neon yeah, lights. All the and stuff. images on the screen and the, and the, the way they do their the subtitles. Yeah. <laughs> People's faces on the screen in the corner when they're like reacting to stuff. I just love it. It's, it's so funny. Oh, Me to watch it, What other Japanese game shows are there? Uh, does the one where you kick a chair have you you've seen that one haven't you yeah oh that's the the one where somebody's blindfolded yeah and they go with a chair in a giant room and somewhere behind them they'll put the chair down really loud so it'll make that one sound and then they turn around and have to find this chair and sit on it (laughs) but you don't you don't just find it you have to run full speed you can't just walk around (laughs) stick your hands out it's the no you're running like a cheetah in that direction to the chair <sighs> it's the weirdest thing i've ever seen I it's think. so good well they end up just destroying their shins because they've run into a chair at full speed <laughs> like a metal chair why would you do who thought of this game <laughs> just <don't know. laughs> it's just there's no regard for uh health and safety out there that's the, that's what i love about it because they do the ones where they like you, you go into like a portaloo and then they just fling you into the air. Yeah, it's like on a catapult or something. <laughs> on a catapult. Or you, or you like sit on a bench and they just catapult the bench. Or you get into the lift. The floor just goes in. So you just fall down several feet like in a black hole. You couldn't do that anywhere else in the world. It's crazy. Because you get sued. Was that Takeshi's Castle? Did you ever watch that? Oh, yes. 
I think it's called yes, something different in the States. That was great. But Takeshi's Castle was basically a, a game show where... I don't, I don't even understand the premise. You just get Me assaulted by the game show hosts yes. with different tasks. So you might be running through a maze and there's giant boulders coming towards you. Or, or you might be on kind of like yeah. an arm. It's kind of like the wipeout shows that they have now. Yeah, but in, in nowhere near as safe though. Because you all you have is like a helmet, but you could probably just get sliced in half. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And that's totally acceptable in Japan, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) You you have to run into the wall to see if it's real or not. And then, you you know, you you ran into a wall. Imagine when it was real, you ran into a real wall at full speed. Or or it could be an inflatable one. And then you just go through it. They called it Knock Knock. Or that's what they called it on the British version when it was translated by Craig Charles, if you remember him. But then it had like there's a massive wooden wall. And then in there, there were doors. One of them was paper. Or most of them were paper. And I think one of them was... Oh, that was wooden. it. Paper. Yes. And they all looked identical. But the yeah. idea was you had to get through it as quickly as possible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like people were in a lot of pain. You oh could hear God. their brain thud yeah, against I the know. wood. Yeah, I know. But then they would get up and just keep going as well. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So I think, oh. everyone, while you're in lockdown, it's really hard, I know. But please go to YouTube and just look up Japanese game shows because... You will laugh like you've never laughed before. You need to watch Candy or Not Candy. If you've never watched Takeshi's Castle, you need to watch that. Get on it. And and that kicking chair one is just so weird. Like, I'm just <laughs> watching it thinking, how has anyone came up with this idea? And how did it pass in the boardroom meeting? Yes, we need to make a show out of it. <laughs> and then they developed it. I don't know. But <laughs> let us know what you think when you watch these games. It's hilarious. And on that note, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share with your friends. Remember, you can find us on Instagram at the Cheerful Cynics Podcast or get in touch by emailing us at thecheerfulcynics at gmail.com. If you know of any other hilarious game shows we need to be watching, please let us know. I just love them. They're hilarious. (laughs) Have a good week, wherever you are. Bye. Bye.